Wendy led Alice through the gnarled forests, her agitation growing with every step nearer to Skull Rock. When at last the great craggy cave came into view, Wendy froze. The mouth of the rock now appeared as a gaping, demonic skull with jagged stalactites for teeth. Dark red liquid flowed from its eyes like weeping blood. This sacred place had become twisted by malevolent forces into a hellscape. Cautiously, the pair entered the cavern with weapons drawn. The sound of their footsteps echoed eerily in the oppressive darkness. Strange murmurs and insane giggling reverberated through the corridors. The hairs on the back of Alice's neck prickled. This place reeked of ancient malice. Gripping their weapons tightly, Alice and Wendy descended into the winding passages until entering what appeared to be a makeshift torture chamber, lined with rusted chains, sinister devices, and cages piled with grisly remains. Blood and scratches indicated some prisoners had fought futilely for freedom. But most unsettling of all, on a raised, blood-stained altar, knelt Mr. Smee, clearly deranged. His eyes were rolled back, showing only whites, and black tendrils visibly squirmed under the skin of his arms. In his left hand, Smee gripped Captain Hook's severed head by its hair, and on his right arm, the villain's namesake appendage had become crudely grafted, still wearing its bejeweled cuff. Smee appeared to be drawing eldritch symbols onto the floor with the gory hook while muttering feverishly. At the sound of Wendy and Alice entering, his head jerked around unnaturally to face them. When he spoke, his voice came out as a strange babble underlaid with chaos. Visitors! Visitors! See what gifts the master has bestowed on me, indicating the mutilated head of his former captain. His body visibly rippled and spasmed. Many years we sailed until fickle fate allowed me to overturn that tyrant and take my rightful place. Brandishing his new hook hand, Smee slid off the altar almost scuttling like a crab as he rapidly circled it. The stars finally aligned, just right, thanks to whispers from beyond. The ritual offering was made, though convincing our accursed crew to mutiny and cleave him from his precious noggin got tricky. But Master Cthulhu showed me the way. Horrified, the truth became clear to Wendy and Alice. Smee had made some unholy bargain and enabled Cthulhu's incursion. Now he was fully possessed as a raving herald. Twisted ambition made him sabotage Neverland's magical wards and anchor this realm to Cthulhu's nightmarish dimension. They faced the grim truth. This zombified fragment of Smee had betrayed everything for madness, promise, power, and glory. His loyalty to former friend Hook perverted utterly. Nothing of the old Smee's spirit now remained in the gangling, jittery creature which had overthrown mind and body. Its dead milky eyes flashed as it stooped over the symbol-etched floor. When it spoke, a legion of insane voices chorused out. My master spreads beneath reality now, ready to crush your small world. All shall feed oblivion. He comes, comes on celestial wings to extinguish every insignificant speck cowering under sickly sunlight. The frenzied muttering raised in volume to an eldritch scream. None can stand before eternal Cthulhu's tide once I prepare the way. With no choice left, Alice and Wendy reluctantly faced off against this crazed, reality-warping travesty 
spawned from Mr. Smee's stolen corpse. Their enemy fought without grace or discipline, but with nightmarish tenacity and warp speed reflexes. Gaping bodily wounds spurted not crimson lifeblood, but oily murk that hissed faintly. The tainted flesh re-knitted itself swiftly. Alice's shiny warple blade carved deadly arcs through the gloom, illuminating each turn of the frenzied melee, while Eldritch sparks ricocheted wildly from Wendy's rapier. Yet their sharpened steel soon proved ineffective against the demonic vigor animating Smee's stolen shell. Determined to protect Wendy, Alice took the brunt of their foe's savage onslaught. Forced ever backward under the relentless tide of slashes and stabs, she sought desperately to pierce its defense. A clumsy sideways swipe finally offered the slim opening she needed. With a skill honed through years battling Red Queen automatons, Alice slipped past her attacker's crude haymaker and buried the sacred blade deep within its abdomen. Howling triumph turned fast to dismay though as thorny black cables erupted from the wound, lashing violently in all directions. One such lance of dusk-hued sinew managed to pierce Alice's sword arm, causing her to nearly drop the vorpal blade. Its merest scratch burned unlike any wound she'd ever suffered before. Gritting through searing pain, faces of friends back in Wonderland, still depending on victory, flashed before Alice's mind. She parried several more blows as Wendy wove restorative spells to mend grievous injuries. Seeing the battle turning, a dozen gangly limbs tore forth from Simi's torso, right where the vorpal blade had penetrated. Writhing ever tighter around its victims, their possessed adversary rapidly approached to gloatingly finish this contest once and for all by devouring their hearts itself. Crushing coils slowly started to constrict breath from the struggling heroines. Beckoning bony fingers yearned to rip away the thin layer of flesh still delaying its ultimate goal. Ghastly as this gruesome demise appeared, a far worse fate awaited if Cthulhu gained dominion here. This nightmare could not claim Wendy's pure-hearted realm, nor be allowed passage to ravage Alice's light-filled wonderland. Their minds and bodies both nearing the brink of collapse, Wendy gasped out a brief utterance between relentless strangling spasms. <laughs> Alice seized this one last lifeline by angling her vorpal blade just enough to parry the deathstroke intended for her comrade. Guided surely by Destiny's invisible hand, her sacred weapon pierced straight through three clenching clawed appendages, including Wendy's vile bonds. <laughs> Thus freed from paralyzing darkness, righteous wrath ignited Wendy's soul. How dare this cringing traitor, this acolyte of atrocity, not only enable Armageddon's herald entry, but then threaten Wonderland's champion who selflessly battled across twisted dimensions just to save others from annihilation. Now karma would have its due. Fueled by scorching indignation, Wendy summoned a radiant lance of angelic force into her palm and cast it spear-like directly into the creature's exposed flank. Pure white light erupted outwards charring cursed flesh and diseased bone upon contact as holy fire purified corruption wherever it spread. Already, the sneaking tendrils crumbled to ash amidst the unrelenting stellar inferno. Buckling to its knees, an unearthly howl erupted from the former first mate of the deadly Captain Hook. Wendy almost pitied the shred of Smee now trapped rideless within this disintegrating biomass of bloated evil. Certainly no trace of Cthulhu's abyssal shadow lingered, mocking mortality's frail defiance. 
Only after she had cleansed Smee's every erratic atom so no unliving remnant endured did the young guardian finally release her hold on the nuclear stream sustaining this holy conflagration. Silence echoed within the chamber now. No flesh sizzled, no Aldrich's secrets whispered, no soul shrieked. Thick oily smoke roiling amidst piles of porous ash slowly settled over charred bones. The sole testament that something once stood here between the heroines and their prime duty, still awaiting deeper inside this accursed structure. Exhausted yet resolute, the two warriors wound down several further gloomy tunnels before finding themselves in a massive room. Its walls a smooth black obsidian, the ceiling not visible through the darkness above. A cyclopean doorway barred their way at the end of the room. Between the brave knights and the alien doorway, arranged in perfectly spaced rows, stood the remainder of the Jolly Rogers pirate crew. Alice and Wendy stood defiantly before the towering obsidian doors, beyond which Cthulhu surely waited. As they steeled themselves, a chorus of voices echoed from the possessed pirates arranged before them. Though issuing from many mouths, the words reverberated in unison, ancient and dripping with malice. Enter, maidens. Rest easy a few precious moments before you face your horrible end. Alice stepped forward fearlessly. Cthulhu, we have cut down your followers and banished your vanguard Smee back to the void. Now you skulk beyond this door, not yet at your full power. We come to defeat you before your full essence manifests. The pirates threw back their heads, throats pulsating as Cthulhu spoke its rebuttal. Foolish child, I am endless and eternal, a god to your insignificant realms. You cannot stop what is already written. Wendy summoned her magical strength. Neverland will never fully succumb to your twisted evil, beast. Together, we'll undo your invasion here and now. The possessed crewmen writhed in synchrony. Brave words, but soon to be screams. Will you still cling to hope when I unmake your minds a layer at a time? Alice sensed Cthulhu's formless consciousness peering into her thoughts, filling her mind with visions of cyclopean cities and endless demonic hordes spilling from nightmare dimensions. She set her jaw defiantly. We have walked long in shadow and seen sights that would break weaker spirits, but we have also held fast to brighter flames you can never smother. She brandished the Vorpal Blade meaningfully at the conduit vessels. Now face warriors schooled by horror itself come to banish you beyond the stars and back into oblivion's void. In unison, the pirate's eyes glowed green with Cthulhu's malice. Come then. Come forth and do your worst. But know that when you are done, I will do mine. See how your so-called hope fares against tides that swallowed empires. I will revel in extinguishing your insect lives. Then, realm after shining realm, all shall fall to Cthulhu. Finished with the conversation, the ranks of possessed pirates parted way for the duo to pass, paying them no further mind, but continuing to stare off into now mindless oblivion. Come what may, they would face the old one here with all courage and conviction they could muster between them. Neverland's fate and destiny itself likely pivoted on moments to come.
No finer friend than Wendy could any champion want guarding her flank, striding into oblivion's maw this dusk. Night unending laid its claim over all, but these last luminaries would never go gently. While any reality remained to defend, no dark was deep enough to swallow every star. The towering doors creaked open. Squaring weary shoulders, two bold seekers of justice stepped forth to seize sacred futures from demonic fists. If necessary, they would grasp doom by its throat all the way into hell before seeding one friend lost or homeland surrendered to Cthulhu's appetite. But those grim vows anticipating the worst shaped swiftly into breathless disbelief. No eldritch ornamentation nor cyclopean architecture filled the expansive chamber beyond. No abomination spawned from dimensions unknown lurched hungrily forth. Just a familiar, sun-dappled Neverland glade welcomed the bewildered visitors, and at its center stood the landmark they'd been searching for.